Yeah, we're, we're recording in, a, in, in in different circumstances, but we've got a more clearer sound, so we can't reveal those circumstances, but uh, how you doing, Joe? I'm alright, I'm alright. It feels, it feels great to actually just be in front of you again. Yeah. Like, it's not, I think, what's got to a point after a while of doing, like, you know, like recordings, like when we're on IG Live, uh, not IG Live, <laughs> bloody hell, um, IG uh, in the DMs, is that it's all right for a while because it's like, you know, it's convenience of being able to be in, you know, two different places and, and record and stuff. But then I realized it's like, uh, it doesn't feel the same. It doesn't no. feel the same as having that human interaction. And I felt like, because of how this year's been and, you know, and the C word, it's just been it's been tricky at times to even like just get my motivation up and just say like, you know what, like, you know, what, what's going on? Do you know what I mean? But like, like this time around now I'm in front of you and I feel like I feel more comfortable this way. You know, the ones there. Yeah. 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 No, it de- de- definitely, uh, definitely makes a difference. I see it. See, uh, some people that launch podcasts this, this year or whatever. And obviously they would, uh, they would have felt that they're recording all the conversations on Zoom and they're still having that element of it. But I'm, I'm working back in radio studios, like producing radio shows, and I'm actually sat outside the studio. Yeah. Uh, so whilst the presenters in the studio by themselves, and even that, I think the presenters feel it a little bit. But I, I don't, I don't mind it so much because we've got a little uh, talkback box, so we can just you know hit a button and then obviously whatever we're saying, we'll just ping into the studio. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's nothing like, of course, uh, being in being in the same company. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, today is just a bit of a, a, a impromptu. Just let's you know, let's uh, because we are close. We are nearing the end of what has been twenty twenty, and um, well, I'm getting ready to to go back to Glasgow in a few days' time, and my working week, which has been it's been mental, mental, bro. Um, what I find is uh, when you leave things to the last minute, and you're supposed to have done stuff. A week ago, it catches up with you and it bites you on the arse, and you're like, "Yeah, fuck. I go through that on a regular basis. It, it, it's basically my life, you know. Yeah. And you know, right now, I'm supposed to be really like, you know, um, editing um, some work for, um, you know, for a few companies here and there. But I'm just like, oh yeah, I've got until next week. I could just, <laughs> I could just leave it off for, because <laughs> I, I say to my, this is this is like kind of the regular pattern. Even in life, I think even in school days, I think it was the same thing. It's like. I'll get like, you know, homework to get done. Actually, no, in school, homework, I was always on top of. Like, you know, if you give me homework, I'm on top of it straight away. I go home and I crack on with it. And what's happened is as I got older and I realized I got a little bit more, you know, freedom, less of a structure, like school and stuff like that. So it's kind of like you're an adult now, so you need to work out your own shit and everything. So then I'm thinking like, okay, there's tasks I need to do. And I'm just thinking like, okay, cool, like, my mentality should be saying to me, get it done straight away. But because I have now the freedom, I'm at home, I'm, I'm not at a certain institution doing certain stuff, I think like, oh yeah, you know what? I've got things to do today. Yeah, I'll pass it on till tomorrow. It's fine. Leave it till like the last the last day before I have to hand in the deadline. I'm like, ah, shit. But you know what I find? It's that it's I'm at my best when it's the day before Under I hand pressure. in the deadline because it's the yeah. pressure. Yeah. And I realise like, you know, I don't like pressure. Don't get it twisted. But when the pressure's on and I realise the deadline's coming, you know, I need to put my ass in gear, get it done. Then I realise I can crack crack on with it and get the best results out of it. Then it's like, okay, cool. You know, have that, you know, headache for a little bit. And then it just like cools down afterwards, knowing that something's achieved and I'm liking it. And then it's not so bad. But that's kind of been most of my adult life on that shit really yeah i mean I, I i i remember even studying for exams back in the day and i'd be like oh yeah yeah i'm gonna 
you know, I'm going to get a, a rota, I'm going to work out, you know, what I'm going to, not a rota, but just a plan of action, a work plan. Yeah. Now when it comes to the exams, it's like the night before and I'm like, for fuck's sake, I had like a month to plan for this shit. <laughs> and then I just go in there and I'd be like, right. And you start, you know, you, you start conferring with other people. Not afterwards, you'd be like, what did you put for question three? And then they tell you and you're like, fuck, I didn't even think of that shit. I'm fucked. Right. So just to ask you then, yeah. what were you like in school then? Were you, were you like the guy? Because I actually, this is something of a revelation because I've never known this about you. So I want to know when you were in school, did you do your home? Like when you were set homework, did you do it straight away? Or did you think like, nah, I'll do it the day before. I'm supposed day to before, it in. always, always, always day nah, before. You're, you're, you're a bad, you're a bad yeah, fucking man. Just, just, like, <laughs> just like, you know, Sunday night and you've got it, uh, you know, you're going to be doing your English on Monday morning like doing like, <laughs> And then you're, you're, and you're like, oh, fuck, I watch about a TV and it gets to 11 o'clock Sunday night and you've got to interpret like one of those English essays and yeah. you start you start looking at it and I'm like, oh, fuck. And I think obviously this, the importance like uh, internet was, was, was happening. So I was just sitting right, let me see. Because, you know, if you've got to interpret an English essay, you know, someone has, has also done a bit of a thesis on it online. Right. And then I'd like, look at it and I'd be like, oh, fuck, that doesn't even make sense because this guy's more advanced than me. I've been watching some bullshit TV. <laughs> And uh, mon- 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 Monday, yeah. yeah, Monday would come in, and, and, and I just take the hit, and then you know the teacher would be like, oh, "This is disappointing." How many hits did you do? How many hits did you take? No, no, I, you know, I can't even count specifically, but I just I always remember. Was it, was, it, was it a fair amount, or were, yeah. were you okay? But no, you I was. Like... I was okay, but I was okay generally. But yeah. it, what it was was. You know, when the teacher says, you know, this is very disappointing, what's the excuse? And then you'd be like, oh, just, you Did know. Did you use the dog excuse? I wish I did, but, but back in them <laughs> times, people knew that Asians didn't have dogs, man. So I couldn't, oh, even, shit, couldn't, okay. even, couldn't even pull that shit off. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I remember, uh, and I'm, I'm not proud of this, but I used to hate swimming, right? I can't okay. sw- I can't actually swim, but I used to hate the aspect, the idea of getting my clothes off in front of your your class your peers your oh, class okay. peers especially like uh, with girls that you like as well and you're not so happy with your body or you don't consider yourself mm. in with the cool kids in in, in school and uh, I used to I used to get my mum to write me letters she didn't want to do it but then when she wouldn't write me letters <laughs> I used to write letters and uh, yes. and oh man some of the excuses were just ridiculous and the teachers just the, the teachers just knew I was coming to bring a letter for them what's the best excuse you've ever written well not 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 written but requested i oh, think requ- it was right. uh, that it was uh, it was against my religion to be swimming <laughs> Yeah, that's so a, a fellow uh, God righteous Sikh like yourself, and you put that as an excuse. Yeah, lads. I, because, 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 because obviously the same times I was like, right, let me see how much I can exercise. Exercise some of this. Like these teachers don't look like they know about religion. Yeah. So then I just put run that excuse, and then like I used that a few times, and then none of the Asians ever swam. It was like, we were just really? like, yeah, none of them in Moscow were always like, I don't know what excuses they were using. I think some of them uh, were back in Islam at that point. We're like, oh yeah, we can't do it because of, you know, we can't show our bodies or something. I don't I know don't, what they I were saying. Do you know what, in my school, like, I don't think we had that because literally, like I said to you before, like, you know, majority of our school was of Asian descent. Yeah. So like, I remember we used to go, um, we do swimming as well. That was part of our curriculum. I used to enjoy it as well. Like, uh, I think I was able to swim and I was able to go to the deep end as well. I actually loved going to the deep end. Don't you? You know, some of them guys that would just go go in in the shallow end and think like, deeper. nah, fuck, go deeper and then go, fuck that, I ain't doing that shit. Yeah, Bro, yeah. I'll go to the deep end, yeah. I'll go I'll go far down as far as I can go with the ability to still breathe and then bring myself up. I, it was jokes, but 
yeah, like all of us, like, well, majority of us, I would say, I think we're in the pool. And I, you know, when you said about like, you know, you felt like conscious of your body, mm. you weren't feeling that. You know what? These days, I probably will feel more conscious of my body now than I did then. Because when I was, at, listen, shirts off, swimming trunks on, I was ready to go in there. And I remember even like, not just outside of school, you know, um, I think because we used to have like a swimming center in uh, on the way to Seven Kings. I don't know if you, um, so basically um, between Ilford and Seven Kings, there was like a swimming center. Right. Where people could just go in, have a swim. And, you know, I mean, I think it was like, I think it was like 6.50 for a couple of hours or whatever it was. So you had your time to go in and have some fun or whatever. I remember even going with my step cousin, Anif, like on a number of occasions as well. And he was the one that would like flirt with a few girls that were in there as well. And it's funny, you, funny even that as well, because man's swimming and enjoying myself, but he's going and flirting with the girls in the water. And I'm thinking to myself, like, yo, like, why am I not catching on? Why am I not catching on to this shit? So, like, you know, he would do all that, but I was focused on the swimming and, you know, have a little talk, blah, 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 but he would have all the game. And, um, yeah, no, I really enjoyed swimming. I, I really enjoyed it. And I think back then, because I wasn't so conscious of my body, because... I was just thinking like, yo, I'm slim then, like, you know what I mean? But now I'm thinking, eh, I don't know. Like, it's even a thing where like, at the most right now, I feel like if I wear a vest on at most for anything, then cool. But if it came to a point of going to swimming again, I would do it. Don't get it twisted. But I think I'm more conscious of myself now where I was, where I didn't give a shit before. I read this tweet and it was like, um, I can't remember specifically what it said, but it was a girl tweeted and she was like, if men only knew how little we care about their body. And that that, that struck home with me in two things. It was like almost like like women are, for me at all, don't get me wrong, I'm sure they appreciate like a, a guy who's worked hard for his body, but as far as I am aware, they are only in like really like it's, someone can have like you know a six pack and all that and pecs or whatever but if his personality shit and he's not mentally stimulating the girl mm. she's not going to be interested and also for me I had a lot of hang ups when I was younger because I've got a vitiligo so actually we should have covered this on an episode I think we can dedicate some time to it next year but vitiligo uh was that model Winnie Winnie Harlow or Winnie Harlow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, she yeah. she's kind of popularized it a little bit and made it yeah, also made it mainstream. Yeah, also a bit comfortable for me because when you see obviously someone like a bit top model out there and obviously, you know, dating Lewis Hamilton or whatever. Anyway, but for years I had hang-ups about it. I don't have as much as her, but I still have it. And I thought, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. I used to just think the worst. And then obviously mm. I got over it. But um, and my mates always used to tell me, girls don't care about your body. They don't care about your body. They just care about having a good time. Like, And I don't I don't mean that like, you know, either if they do ever care about having a good time, that's fine. But I mean, what I mean is, Make them laugh, have a good time, make them feel comfortable. That's what it's all about. Is that true to reflection on what's happened in your life? Do you is that the thing where like you know girls that you've been with they really gravitated towards personality more than looks? Has that been that way for your experience? Um, I don't. It's hard to. You'd have to ask them, but I, I think well, the, the ones that have. I mean, the, what from what you can gather anyway, what you kind of got from. Well, yeah, I mean, because the thing is, like, I think even like. Be, being of, of like, look, looking a certain way, like I was saying, I don't think it's 
it will get you in there, but I think, mm. especially in London, you have to have like a half decent personality. I'm not yeah, true. Like, tooting my own horn. So yeah, I'd probably. St- I think like having looks is good initially, but I think like to stay in the game, mm. you need you need to have some game and personality or whatever it may be. But yeah, I think it's probably a mixture. But I think when it comes down to it, I don't think girls are as hung up on things. Well, like looks. I mean, I don't think you've had any problem in that department, especially yeah. like if I've, if I've been around you, yeah. you know, in past uh, past uh, adventures, so to say, yeah. Um, like you just, I mean, all you got to say is hi and that's it. You're done. Like you don't even have to say that well, much. Yeah, that, that's that, that's <laughs> obviously the, that's the, the accent in is great. So like if you come to Glasgow, you have the accent and it's almost well, like yeah, a, that too, but I'd say like yeah. the added addition with a little bit of a, you know, the, the devil's juice. Yeah. All the devil's bit, juice. You know, the ones that- <laughs> Let's speak about the devil's juice. I mean, obviously we're getting to the end of the year and it's like this year, I, I, so I've been drinking for maybe like maybe 16, 17, 18, 20 years. I don't know how long, but years, right? It feels like years. And this year has been my cleanest year. It's been my cleanest year, but but, but yeah, thank you. thank you. But the thing is, it's like obviously plus points, uh, health and, and, and saving money. Mm. But also it always brings me back to that point of realisation that I'm still not comfortable enough in my skin. Mm. So when I am out or, I mean, I've not really been in too many social situations this year, but when I am out and about, whatever, but I, I can always tell that difference. So like, I remember just, it was like my working week, I'd be like, right, I feel like Clark Kent, you know, and then yeah. come out of the weekend, I feel like Superman. Yeah, 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 and then, yeah, and then, yeah. And then I wake up on the Monday and I'd be like, oh, I'm Clark Kent again. Uh, yeah, Clark, you know? Clark Kent all fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or it's like, you know, like the, not like the, exactly like the Hulk, but you know, like obviously he's David Banner, I think. It's he, not, is, uh, it, is it David Banner? Yeah, it? it's David Banner, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so he's like, you know, wearing his shirt and, you know, he's a little scientist guy. And then in the weekend, he's fucking ripping his shirts off and smashing people's faces in. <laughs> uh, obviously, that's not me, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, like, like, and I know obviously you, as you would see, don't drink too tough, but um, mm. like, there, there has been there has been a lot of plus points this year, surely. Mm. I'd say I'd say for me, like, in similar to you, like, I, well, have you? You've only, well, I mean, the only time I can recall this year was when we all went out just before. Uh, this was like a couple of months ago, so yeah, was back don't, in don't, don't 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 put the place on us. But this yeah. was a few months ago, <laughs> just before like uh, there was like a new uh, no, the, um, was it the rule of six? Rule of six. Yeah, we, yeah. Were, we were we were allowed to go outside, go out yeah. to bars or whatever. And you know there was like five of us man then that went out, and I think that was the only time this year that I saw you have a drink, and I was just like, yeah. I haven't seen this gully in a while. But you see, know what I'm saying? Yeah, I haven't seen this guy in a while. Obviously, it was it was light, but it was lit. It was lit. Yeah, it was it was, was, was lighting my inner candle. But the thing yeah, was, was obviously, we had to sit in our tables like good boys, and we had table service. Yeah, but that we, sucked. We we actually recalled that quite well because uh, it was only then the following Friday, I think, that everything was was closed again. But we are in that very. You know, let's start. Let's stop. Let's start. Let's stop. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. I'm, I'm just I'm just not bothering to. To get any plans or or, 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 or hopes, uh, you will hear some activity in the background. There is some football and someone is hitting the uh, the house buzzer. I think uh, there's some pizza on the way. But um, yeah, I just wanted to give a quick mention to Maya Jama. Actually, she brought attention to the Sikh farmers uh, situation and uh, what's going on in Punjab. And uh, I think that was That's a beautiful good. thing because I think obviously with her audience, uh, I think she saw that sense of, of responsibility and also curiosity and, and I think a lot of uh, people from the, the, the culture appreciated it and I think even to put it in perspective as well, we obviously spoke about it on the last episode but it was like, you know, it's like curry and rice and mm. naan bread or whatever it may be, a lot of things that we take for granted in this country will be affected because of this and mm. um, Akala was looking into it as well because 
he'd asked uh, his Twitter fa- family for you know some reliable sources and what's what's going on. So yeah, still very much ongoing. I've kind of dipped out of it. I've just been kind of like feeling a bit me- mentally overwhelmed and had tons of work as well. But you know, um, obviously, you know, still crazy scenes that are going on. I'm not quite sure what's what's going on. I've not followed it up, but I just uh, just wanted to give a kind of a mention there because obviously we'd spoke about it in the last episode and it was good to see people in a fortunate position with a large following uh, to raise awareness amongst people that might not commonly know about issues like this and they don't think. And also I think somebody pointed uh, pointed a good thing out on Twitter saying that there is no comparison between, there is injustice of course with BLM and the farmers, but I think there was a point where people were just like, oh, you know, we supported BLM as our support, but there is, it's not, let's, not, let's not play that game. Let's just be happy for the support and the fact yeah. that... And yeah, 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 but obviously yeah. it would it would be good to have as many people on it. But I suppose <clears throat> this is one thing we spoke about uh, in, our, in, our, in our last podcast about Asian culture, and you know, Asian culture as a whole is still not mainstream. You know, like yeah. obviously, even with the Sikh farmers thing, or let's talk about actors, or let's talk about pop music. Yes, yeah, got a couple of actors kicking about, but Asian culture as a whole is still creeping up. It's taking, even though there's so many of us in this country, I think there's like four point five million in the UK alone, uh, but. Uh, yeah, that was that was uh, that was all I had. And to even say on even that. down to like you, you know, just as you mentioned, you know, like um, when we've interviewed certain artists, um, you know, Asian artists as well, and like it's still a thing where it's on the come up. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's like it's it's popular amongst its own crowd, but yeah. it's, it, as uh, as like a mainstream, as in like a worldwide thing. Like obviously, where we take like you know genres of hip-hop r&b like dance as, as considered worldwide elements like you know we're still having this thing where like you know certain asian artists are crossing over uh but it's far few between and you know i i, I feel and it, it, it just should be more representation like in in terms of that so you know what i mean it's, it's a mad one really i had an interesting conversation with someone that i will not mention but uh this person is in a very powerful position in the the audio game and they were just basically saying that they are going to be creating a channel of opportunity for people to be heard on a more mainstream platform for Asian artists but oh, obviously good. those are words at the moment but let's see what, what 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 comes through with that because there is a lot of music that you think well, that could absolutely sit on Radio 1, Capital Orchestra or whatever and I was speaking to someone last week actually a producer, that uh, like a music producer and they were just saying look what happens is unfortunately you find yourself boxed in because you're Asian as soon as you like show your face or whatever people then start going oh you've got the Asian network or you've got these Asian TV channels go and put your music over there in a way ghost producers or whatever in fact they're actually very smart people because you don't know what they look like or people that wear masks like cele- kind of celebrity EDM producers at like Marshmallow or yeah, Dead Mouse or whatever I was going to say Marshmallow yeah, yeah. because yeah like, I, 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 think, I think that whole thing about just like but, because as much as there's all about inclusion there is also that idea of separation and I think it's like having a character or having a face that is 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 not actually is a character as, a, as opposed to someone that you would regard as human i think is better it's more powerful it's what we all see from like these superheroes you know like they're a symbol of something mm. and i think actually for for artists like i'm not saying you want to uh you know walk about with a mask all day but i think for a producer there is a producer called lion actually yeah 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 you, we met him we yeah, met him yeah, last yeah, year yeah, yeah that's right and obviously he walks about with a, a lion mask on and he produces all this stuff like in the bangla scene and but his his production is very much quite mainstream. Yeah, and the good thing about it is, it's like literally, it's not about it's not that the person making it is, you know, the music is speaking for itself because yeah. you don't need that personality. I was just I was literally going to say as well, like with um, you know, like with likes of Frank Ocean and Bryson Tiller, 
like they're not ones for really doing many interviews yeah um and elusive you know, and elusive yeah and within a good reason because obviously you know it's about the music and um yeah we you know there have been, been times I've been, I, i've personally been trying to get hold of bryson tiller and frank ocean for interviews over the years but they kept on saying no 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 and it will probably be a continuous thing going forward because you know with a lot of celebrities and stuff like that where they're so overexposed and you know and certain things that happen like you know in the personal life and it transfers into that as well and sometimes and i get with some of these artists that they don't want all their personal shit to be out there and uh, you know within good reason and yeah you're in the game for that but they're saying that it's all about the music i don't i don't want people to know about my personal life i want just my music to speak for itself and i think that's kind of it's it's like that balanced crossover really it's kind of like most people will be in the limelight but there's select people that are smart enough to go no i don't want to put my face out i would just want the music to speak that's it that's it and uh, i think i think it's, it's, it's really interesting because often like, obviously working in radio you're trying to get a bio for someone and they send you a photo and you're like oh I've, I've never heard of them before or but as soon as you see someone with a mask or some sort of symbol you're like oh that's quite elusive and it's like m honcho yeah well exactly and you always find that people that wear masks or they're a symbol of something are are, are revered because people are like, you know what, there's something about that. It's, I suppose it's like all these like, it's intrigue, su- uh, yeah, intrigue, yeah, all these superheroes we see and all these uh, these, these people that are they're not hiding but hiding behind a mask, but they are a symbol of something greater than themselves. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You got it. You got a nail on the head, man. Yeah. Sure. Um. Well, I mean, literally today is a bit of a bit of a lighter episode shorter episode but uh what have what well what what is the period of the next few weeks looking like for you anyway well i mean it's it's busy towards christmas and um obviously you know at time of recording now uh we're posting that this sunday next week will be my birthday uh christmas day um you know and uh to be to be honest like you know we haven't really thought about too heavy or what to do for christmas but the maddest thing is, is that Pete, you know, some, you know, my family members are sending me presents. I said, oh, you don't have to go for all that. Like, seriously, like, I'm cool. You know what I mean? And it's, it, you know, with the difficulties of this year, like, you know, uh, I actually, I wanted to ask the audience this, actually. Do you feel that it you can you get away with the idea of sending money as a thought of uh you know as replacing the present because i know traditionally it's all about giving and receiving and mm. you know having family around you that's the most important thing to me but obviously the present aspect and obviously we could go to this like marketing phase oh it's a it's a marketing ploy for every december everyone's got to get presents for each other and spend bare money and blah 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 but if you were to send money to your family members, is that cheating? Is that kind of like a, a, a get out clause kind of vibes? Because I mean, this year has been, you know, tricky for everybody. But I think, you know, I think as well, like we haven't been as much in the Christmas spirit as we would normally do, even though we've got, we've got the Christmas tree out, we've got everything sorted and, uh, you know, we still got it there, but it's just like, it, it feels way different to what it would have been in previous years. And obviously now with the C word in effect, it's different. So, um, but yeah, no, let, let, let us know about that. But I think next week, um, yeah, we'll probably do the usual, like, you know, binge watch and get a couple of drinks in, you know, a bit of music and, um, you know, mum even said, mum was even saying to me today, um, what food are you wanting to have in cook for, you know, let me know as soon as possible. And I said to mum, mum, like, I would love to have food. I haven't even thought that far. Do you know what I mean? And normally I'm always way ahead. I know last year we had, uh, curry gut and rice oh, and, no, uh, with, uh, Yorkshire puddings. 
Oh, all the trimmings and oh, that was beautiful. But um, yeah, we'll probably work something out anyway. And um, one thing with us in my family anyway is that we, you know, me and my mum, we've always uh, done a thing of, you know, make something out of nothing. You know, we've not been always ones to having the fridge full completely. There have been times that the fridge is bare. But again, like my mum's always taught me to uh, make something out of nothing. So even if it were to be that, we'll be grateful that we're alive and um, I think it's just reflection really and then it's going to be busy at work um, next couple of weeks obviously Christmas is coming up now it's been busier in the shop um, you know people are coming obviously with uh, with tier 3 in effect now I don't know how many more customers I don't think it's going to really affect that tough because people will still might come in and get their Christmas shopping or what have you but in short um, Christmas New Year it's just going to be you know a chilled one and then 2021 that's what I'm really focusing on to be honest with you bro yeah, well, that's it. Uh, we're all uh, trying to escape this year in, in one piece and thinking, <laughs> exactly. oh, next, year, next year it's going to be okay. But yeah, uh, well, well, we shall see. We shall see. No, we, 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 we have to have uh, we have to have positive uh, positivity. But on that note, you were asking about the um, the, the, the money. Um, well, I, I actually, I, I'm well, admittedly, I'm fucking shite at presents. I can t- tell you that straight away. <laughs> so, like, I, literally, somebody have to spell out what it is they want from me, and I will go and get it. But my sisters are amazing me all that. We were going to keep it low key, but we got a few things just because I wanted to kind of say thanks to their parents as well, and obviously for the support yeah, for this yeah, year. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but it's obviously it's not as as, as a kind of crazy gift giving season as 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 it would have been. But I uh, like to say. Family's, uh, family's uh, the, the the main thing, and it's a, it's a bit of a short episode, I think just, you know, we are in that period of limbo, and I think we'll come back stronger for, for, for next year, and we're just like, look, cool. Uh, certainly, we have uh, we have learnt uh, a lot, and obviously we, you know, the, you know we got one more episode for the end of the the year as well, but uh, it's, 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 it's been a crazy year, and I think it's not been, it, it couldn't have been any more fitting in terms of what happened with the, the unfortunate events, but the uprising and the, the the voice of BLM, and of course with the Sikh farmers, and you know, really, really seeking injustice and how it went, like you know, worldwide, and you know, I think for both of us, especially going through that Caribbean and Asian experience, it's just that human experience, like mm. some of it is very draining, but ultimately, you know, I am reading um, why I'm no longer talking to white people about race right now, and it's the, the book has just blown my mind and teaches you so much about like what the experience was that more so about the caribbean experience of growing up and obviously anyone who watched small acts i need to look into that yeah the the experience of us um growing up uh, caribbean britain in the 60s and 70s and you know how 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 much um shame and guilt and blood this 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 country has but not to 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 go on about that but i think i think uh what this has taught me this year is learn about your roots and your standing and mm. you know also if you can get into your ancestry and i suppose just yeah more so i suppose just a bit like you know I, like i said you know in jokingly fashion obviously i'm happy you know people want to get engaged on christmas day whatever it's all good but mm. one thing i've always uh reflect on i think is especially for this year is like let's just be you know happy we're all good and happy if you know we've got a family bar side and you know that's it it's just for all those people that are gonna be posting like all their presents on instagram it's like just leave it out man but obviously that's the the culture but i suppose as long as you can look into yourself and just be like like cool i'm going to try and stay off social media for those few days anyway mm. i think as a final note for me as well like um you know this year has been reflection and um i think i think the key word for me is adapting because um you know there's always there's always cases for me where i feel i even said this to my mom today like my biggest fear is failing 
And, um, but she said to me, no, you can't fail, Joel. Like, in, it, I said, but she meant it in a way to say, like, every time you come up an obstacle where you feel like you're failing, you're always going up the other side anyway. Um, you know, even even one person said to me, because uh, I've just done a Zoom chat today with um, uh, with two co-founders of Strawberries and uh, Cream. Strawberries Cream. Yeah. yeah, so you've seen the uh, IG stories and the, even one of my friends was saying to me, like, well done for you know, bring in uh, content at such a weird time. And that really hit me because yeah. it's like one of the ones that's like, you know, no matter how shit this year has been, I felt like, you know, for both of us really, like, you know, but specifically for myself, that there are ways to make things work for yourself. And, um, you know, I think it's just literally, you know, trying to keep as level-headed as possible. And, you know, I've learned through the previous lockdown just to, you know, walk it off, you know, do walks every day if you can. Um, that's helped and 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 I think the biggest help uh, so far is anything to do with C word I don't want to know about it like not the news not nothing so you know I refute I think it's the past month and a half I've not watched the news even so literally like anytime the only times I need to hear if anything's important I'll be notified by my workplace or whatever <laughs> yeah anything else I don't give a shit about so that's pretty much just yeah. just, yeah. just to end in short uh, adapting you know keeping positive you know trying to not overthink as much as much as you can and um you know that that's been my sort of uh, learning curve for this year bro yeah well before we wrap up this episode i will say merry christmas uh, to everyone listening yes and, uh, just i suppose season's greetings for anyone who doesn't even celebrate it but just you know indulge and you know and, and do you and obviously happy birthday bro because by the time uh, obviously this episode's out it's the 20th and then the 27th will be your last one for the year so uh, make sure you you uh, well I see I'm going to say live it up whatever you can do to to enjoy it that's it and I will say final thing my birthday is Christmas day next week so those that are listening if you can send me a Christmas day happy birthday I don't expect any presents but just a notification say like you know Christmas day present would be like we've listened to the podcast <laughs> you know what I mean and all that sort of stuff and just a quick happy birthday that would be appreciated as well